The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show this week. This is episode 221 of the 365 Message Center show, where we help you plan for change, prevent or fix, and stay informed. I am Nicely here. done. Nicely done. I'm proud. I am here. <laughs> I'm Daniel Glenn. I'm here with my co-host, that guy. That guy. Carl Webster. Yep, that's right. Uh, thank you, too, for Hilda joining us and uh, Phil uh, joining us also from CoLab Summits. And so uh, shout out to all those people that are meeting in person and enjoying each other's company and talking tech in real time with real dimensions. Fantastic. For those that, that can, you know, I know it's, a, it's going to be a pleasure. Uh, you know, those that can't make it for various reasons, uh, totally understand, but... Mm can't wait to see you and others at in person at events i'm fortunate and thankful that i'm going to be uh, in an event event next week uh, for the uh, microsoft 365 collaboration conference in las vegas uh, so if you're there and you're a watcher of the show would love or listener of the podcast would love to uh, talk to you and i'm going to have stickers and not just stickers for the show, which, by the way, the last conference I took stickers that I would I'd sit down a stack of them on the table where they had and they'd be gone. Uh, really? At the, sticker, at the sticker table. They'd be gone when I'd walk up just, you know, 10 minutes later, people just. And 10 minutes. And run. It took 10 minutes. Maybe no. <laughs> no, that's good. Cool. But anyway, so yeah. uh, stickers and something else, a little cool little. Anyway, I'll have some giveaways. So definitely, if you're there, would love to talk to you. And uh, if you attend one of my workshops or sessions, I'll you you can get some there too. Anyway, hmm. anyway. shall anyway. we jump in, mate? Definitely. All right. I think we should. First, well, this up, is the scene that we're looking for. Yeah. First up yeah. is is all about uh, Teams rooms, right? It is Microsoft Teams rooms, MTRs as they're known. You know, the funky little panels that sit on a desk and they're all connected nicely in the background to screens and microphones and cameras and stuff. Well, this message, uh, it's another title, but sometimes it requires that. Um, Microsoft Teams switch between multiple video cameras in Teams rooms on Windows. MC3017. Uh, simply put... With these funky little panels that you have, and I don't think we've got, might we've got some pictures here. Yeah, we'll come down to those a bit soon. Um, the panels that sit on the desks uh, can be connected to various different equipment in the room, um, of course. And you'll definitely have some kind of mic. There are different configurations for rooms, different sizes, huddle rooms, big board rooms, all sorts of stuff. And some of these uh, rooms are fortunate enough to have uh, one very flash camera that will point and shoot and capture you and focus in on people around the room. And um, there's a lot of work that Microsoft are putting into hybrid scenarios where it just makes it a lot more natural and easier to have a, an equal experience of the Teams meeting. Part of the experience is to be able to have a content camera, a second camera, that will 
point towards a whiteboard, a document scanner or document camera rather. And uh, what this update allows you to do is switch between those cameras so that you can bring the focus to the content that you want people to see. And so you, you'll be able to do that from the panel. Um, so let's just have a bit of a look at some of that. We'll just go full screen, I guess. View that in a tab. And we'll use this thing because that means people don't have to squint. Or do they? <laughs> All right. Um, so here's our panel. Um, we've got uh, people attending, so it feels like you're in Teams. Um, all those controls like mute and all that sort of thing. Um, but underneath the cameras, you'll be able to choose a second underneath camera. Underneath us. Underneath, oh, underneath us. Okay. I wish we could sort of shove ourselves across the screen somewhere, but... <laughs> oh, wait, the other way. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Yeah, do that, do that. Okay. So let's just go to right. the squinty view for now. Um, here's our choice of cameras. So this is a, a Logitech something, um, mm -hmm. whatever that is. And then we've got our choices in here. Select a camera. Right, so you can choose what your default camera is and what your content camera is. And cool thing, right, that you're able to do that and switch between those cameras from the panel. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's it in a nutshell. Um, but that you've got a bit more control over the content uh, that you can present to the people in the room and the people on the meeting. Um, Daniel, do you think... Yes. Well, have you got these sorts of setups and meeting rooms at your place? or? I do not. Um, and, but doesn't mean they're not valuable, and mm. although they are valuable because they're... <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, they are valuable, but the we do not have them. But I feel like this functionality, this technology, is something that is, could be very uh, useful when you are working and collaborating in, mm. in what you might call the hybrid office, right? Where we're... You know, I don't think we're going to be everyone in the office at any time in the future. I really don't. I think we're this hybrid nature of work is going to continue. And so being able to show a camera on a whiteboard or some other content in a room is mm. going to be very valuable for you to work with those that are not in the room. Um, so I, I think it is useful and I'm looking forward to seeing more innovation in this space. Definitely. Great. Well, uh, we'll move on to that. Yeah, I too would like one, Phil, an MTR thing. And I know some uh, Teams MVPs have them set up so they can demo it from their home. Uh, bit overkill there, right? <laughs> Having a meeting. Coming to it, you know. Maybe. I don't know. I, if they're willing to give me one to demo, I, yeah, I wouldn't uh, say okay. it's overkill. No, no, no. Of course not. All right. Anyway, so next up, improved. This is big, people. Is it? Improved Teams guest user usability and yes the answer is yes it is oh, okay. i think okay. to me it Good. is mc3 triple zero two nine and this is all about if you're a guest in a tenant in teams then you know you could select your account to switch tenant over uh in teams in the client well rolling out early december and through the whole month of late into late december uh, a couple of changes, updates to the client. First, a user will be able to decline a guest invitation within the Teams app straight away. So if you want 
to if you right now without doing anything if you get invited you just don't click the link you don't join you know you, you know fine but you're going to be able to actually go in teams and decline it hmm. um, so that it's not still sitting there as an invitation for you the second one is the one that i probably will use uh, quite frequently <laughs> if you see the list of my tenants in, in teams it's quite long um, is a guest will now be able to initiate leaving an org uh, mm. being able to say hey i want to get out of this tenant uh, via the Teams app. Yes, it'll take you to the portal for where it'll guide you through that experience, but we'll have that option right there in the Teams client. And then the third update we're getting is, uh, and I like this a lot because it helps keep things tidy. Just like we have Teams, we're able to hide Teams that we're not using that often. Mm. Well, now we're going to be able to hide tenants that we're not using very often. Maybe uh, for like like me, I have I'm in tenants where for community events, right? Mm. And I do those ever so often for for that in that tenant, but I don't want it sitting there as a choice for me. You know, go ahead and hide it. So you can you'll be able to do that as well. You, as a guest, you'll be able to hide a tenant hmm. in your listing. So uh, it says you don't need to do anything to prepare for this update. However, I would uh, think. That you do need to train your users, especially those that do our guests and other tenants. You know, making this available as uh, an informational, here's what it is, here's how you do it um, kind of message for your users. There's no change with permissions or functionality, really. Mm. This is just making those options uh, available to you straight away in the desktop. What do you think, Daryl? I, I know it, it is not new functionality, like I just said, right? But... It gives it, it makes it easier to yeah. have that link, right? Well, it, it's um, my reflection on this. It's quite interesting. The message is about improved guest user access, but it's all about turning that access down. <laughs> um, if you go through it, it's how to decline an invite, how to leave an org. Um, Daryl, yes, usability can be about reducing the clutter reducing the use <laughs> yeah no but you're right yes. like i think especially for sure. consultants like us where we've got tons of different orgs that we're um tenants that we have in our list that's going to be fantastic reducing that list and yeah. there are a few teams and tenants that i do want to leave but there is no easy way to do it so i'm looking forward to this update well uh let's go back if it's mm -hmm. okay Yep. Our next message, let's go back to video in Teams. And uh, sure. let's get some updates on a couple of items that we've talked about, but are not being delivered on the timeline that mm. uh, were originally communicated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is something we, I think we even mentioned it last week. Let's see. Yes, it was published on the 16th of November. So, well, quite recently. Um, updated, mirror my video. This fantastic feature that we talked about last week where it's going to help education and, and people who need to work with content behind them and point a camera at it, but it's all backwards. You can mirror your video. Uh, we're looking forward to that, but this update has now been pushed out to late January is when it'll start rolling out, previously November. And yeah, there's a, a list of the following updates as it's all and pushed we were, up. 
We were even, you know, kind of excited about, hey, they're even calling out government, DOD, we like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, DOD's getting it like April. Well. February, start of February (laughs) and late April. Uh, So, sorry, but you're getting it still. It's just delayed. It's noticed something too, Daniel, that the the rollout times have are being extended too. That's a, I think it's a bit more realistic. But to say like something that's rolling out will start rolling out in January and finish a few months later. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with you. And in fact, the next message that's mm-hmm. exactly the same thing. Um, the next message is updated. Image tags in SharePoint. We talked mm-hmm. about this many weeks ago. Um, but it is being pushed out. So no updates on the functionality. So you can go watch that episode, but it is rolling out instead of October, which was, you know, last month, it is now rolling out late January through early March. So they're Mm. giving it, um, at least a month, a month and a half ish, as we say around here ish, uh, to actually roll this out for, and, and we have started seeing this more like you're saying, in other messages where, yeah, there's we're getting these updates, but they're taking a little bit longer to roll them out. So it's going to be a little bit more difficult mm. uh, to kind of gauge when you're going to get it at this point. When, when am I going to get this? Yes, it's a month and a half or three months rollout. When am I actually going to get it? Uh, so for right now, it's going to be kind of difficult to gauge that with a longer rollout time. You know, as I look at this message and its format too, there are some that um, talk about where and to what level the change will happen, that the change is rolling out tenant-wide or site collection-wide or user-level. I like to see that in there because some of these changes that come in, it might arrive for you as my workmate and team member, but I don't have it yet. So it's cool, cool to see uh, that sort of thing called out in a message too. Uh, unfortunately, it's not this one, but anyway. Indeed. And so that is MC272451. Mm. Actually, before we move along from, from these messages of updated mm. messages, uh, Daniel, let's have a brief discussion about the challenge of trying to keep up with these messages that are updated. You know, we do see the bracketed, prefix that gets added to a title uh you can go in and i'll just kill the favorites view and jump back into message state updated so that's another way to go through and see updated messages and see what's changed but is there anything that actually calls it out i mean it gets bumped to the top of the list doesn't it when it's when it's ordered by uh last updated yeah Mm -hmm. it you know, if you're syncing, you know, if you're syncing to Planner, for instance, it's going to update mm. um, that card. But um, I think that is the biggest wrinkle in keeping yeah. up with changes in Microsoft 365. It, you know, I, I have a, a do talk um, about this. How do you keep up with change? And, you know, you talk about, oh, here's how you get the information, the different channels you get the information from, uh, the various methods, and then how do you communicate that out to your community. Um, But I think the biggest wrinkle that most people don't consider or talk about is this, things that are Mm. updated. It could be that it's pushed, like we just talked about, 
the rollout time, or it could be functionality changes based upon feedback or mm. or the way you know they've seen the rollout happen. They want to change it a little bit, so that may change also the communication you've already sent out to your users. Definitely, so, yeah, yeah, because that that communication is about setting an expectation and preparing people for that change. And it's one thing to say it's on its way, so keep your eyes open. Here's when you're roughly going to see it um, when it gets pushed out. And look, we're, we're not saying that, oh, terrible Microsoft, you're taking far too long to deliver these things. We know that there's pressure on everyone to to try and you know, create these changes and improve the service. So, But yeah, for, for us, it is a challenge. You do need to get into that habit of going back and saying, what has updated? Do I need to reset that expectation? So you're lucky if you've got an organisation which sees that as a role and allows um, someone to make that their focus along with other kinds of change. Indeed. Uh, Hilda, she had a good comment, yeah? Yeah. When things get suddenly removed, she's saying mm. that, uh, you know, she has more problems with that. And without, oh, yeah. You know, without notification, 100%, you know, when you're relying on some fu functionality, whether it's part of your process or it's just something you're used to and it all of a sudden gets moved or removed, mm then that is definitely tough. I think actually that's um, poor practice here in the message center, that when it does happen, it's it's definitely frowned upon. Um, it's better to have that message still there, but updated and keep people in the loop of what's Indeed. what's happening. Yeah. But we're into a callbacks section, Daniel. Yes. it's uh, We've got a couple of great callbacks. And the first the one we're going to do, I really don't know mm -hmm. which one it is. Oh, it is Microsoft Forms. Yep. Manage and organize your forms and quizzes now. Mm. MC2827 83. And this is done. It's rolled out. Now? Okay. Is it now now? Now. So let's do it now, right? Now. All right. So here we go. Uh, Daryl, uh, flip it. Flip the switch. Flip it. And it's going to uh, show different scenes. It's going to be fantastic. Those on audio, bear with us. Okay, here we go. So we're showing the forms homepage. This is just when you're in 365 and you go and say, I want to see forms. At first, it is, it just shows, you know, you have your button where you can create new forms and you have your recent forms. But then if you click on the all my forms link right there, then you go to my forms and this is all of your forms. Uh, you can, there's a bottom link down there that says show more. But what I wanted to show is that you have this button called new collection. You're able to create collections and manage your forms and put them in those collections so that you can kind of keep track of what you're doing and what they're for. I haven't done it yet, which is, you know, I just haven't had time. But, you know, I create <laughs> uh, forms, for instance, I'm going to create some forms for next week for the 365 collaboration conference and i will put them in a in a collection um so that i can manage those and uh and and know what they're for you know it is sometimes difficult in in the forms site to see you know what is that form for um, because mm. when you name a form that name is on the form right so right. people who are responding see your name so you you know, adding some sort of naming scheme or, or ID yeah. number or something like it's just a little bit messy. So creating these in a collection uh, and 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 organizing them that way is is the best 
way forward. That's a I great point. Everyone. That's a great point because yeah. there's a, a, a administrative name of how you want to manage your forms, and then there's the Indeed. public name of what the form is. Indeed, yes. So you should have that now, and mm -hmm. uh, go ahead and create you some some new collections in your form service. So, Daryl. Yes, sir. We have another callback. Office.com. Yeah. Let's get back to having a look at those messages. Yeah, let's find that. Office.com updates. No, remember it was that one that we like, is it about the office updates or office stop? Yeah, anyway. Um, it is more about your experience of going to office.com as your landing page. And like Daniel showed us the current or maybe old view, well, I'm going to show you what's actually starting to roll out. So let's get back into our other view of things. Bring up a demo tenants. Here it is, people. Not bad. I know there's a bunch of um, loops and fluid documents at the top there for recent documents, but you know it's your all-up view of documents that you have been working on. But what is different is your quick access, the different filters a way to be able to find content recently opened. Um, it's good to you know pin things like favorites and make sure. Uh, in fact, I would have expected that to be called pins, and maybe it's going to transition to something like that. Be able to create your own view. So what type of document I'm looking for? Ooh, live components. Yeah, why not? Um, can I go back in there and change the filter? Nope. <laughs> Let's try that again. Interesting, right? This is this is a live walkthrough, a live mm -hmm. reaction video. Daniel, feel free to go. <gasps> oh <gasps> wow! What? Oh wow! wow. Ten so things you impressive. just couldn't believe. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, what was the other so one? Type. I think meeting's a good one. Let's mm -hmm. see what meeting comes up with. So it'll it'll have a meeting and any attached related documents, mm, which is huge. So that's cool. Yes. So yeah. I might save that one. What else have we got? Other types. Video. Other. Okay. Well, location. What's location? Cloud. Local. Local. Local file. Hmm. No local nice. file content yet. I wonder if that's got to do with Office, I bet. Yeah, or even like progressive web app, because it potentially. I don't know. That'll be a good test. How about mm. uh, those that uh, are have this in their tenant? Go ahead and test this out and let us know what you think, and mm -hmm. and hit us up on socials, three six five MCS, and give us your reaction. We'd love to definitely. See um, one of the more common ways that we do try and find content is. Who was it that I was sharing this with, or who was I working with on it? Who did I talk to about it? Um, so all those sorts of filters. But this is just part of the view, right? So as you go into a very useful view of things called My Content, um, this is fantastic. I think um, Mark Cashman did a blog as well on this too, so we'll try and find the link and drop it in the description. Um, but yeah, flicking through and using some more of these filters. Why didn't I just do this before? <laughs> Go on, Daniel. I know you want to. Nope. Nope. You're not. You're not <laughs> going to take the bait on that one. All right. Nope. Yeah, Daryl. One. You did this before. Cloud files. Um, I recommend. Yeah. They, I mean, these sorts of views are awesome. I know that people are used to using OneDrive as a syncing engine, and they go to their Explorer and use it via Windows. But more and more, I'm using OneDrive as 
my files explorer for the cloud. And so this page, office.com and this new view, I can jump straight to project teams. I can, you know, go to documents uh, that way. There we go, straight into it. Fantastic. Um, or even your view of, you know, what documents you're working on there too. So to break it down to the different types of documents that you might be working on. Here's all the Word documents and a similar kind of view. Who shared it with me? Was it an attachment in an email? Did I edit it? Fantastic stuff. Yeah. Uh, what's the creation experience like? Create. So I think nice little that icons. was, yeah, well, definitely. Oh, there we go. There we go. I was waiting for There's that to come templates. through. Your templates. And I don't know, was there supposed to be organizational templates coming soon? It wasn't going to be yeah, there I initially. So. I mean, let's check. Like li you have list templates in there. Um, yeah. So, so I would say these are all just of types yeah. of templates, right. but that's right. Um, I would expect to see soon, um, mm -hmm. or maybe I just need to configure it, organizational templates in here. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Spiffy. Yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, looking forward to seeing that. And so, you know, we only had a couple of messages arrive this week that mm -hmm. seemed to be... Um, interesting enough to, to talk about as uh, message center items but as you can see there's still plenty happening and changing and arriving even the changes to changes <laughs> updated messages that's right yeah. that's right indeed so um it has been a quiet week we had in the u.s uh the thanksgiving holiday last week so i'm sure some of that is of some of the reason why we don't have so many messages mm. is because probably because of that yeah. Um, and uh, like I said before, make sure you follow us on the socials. Make sure you give us a like. Click that thumbs up button in YouTube. If you're on LinkedIn, click the clap button, maybe. Maybe this week is clap. Go ahead and click the clap button. Well, we and, are definitely we're definitely yeah. posting more there because we tend to be reaching a business audience. So if you haven't followed that page too, then uh, do that. Yeah, definitely follow our LinkedIn page and our other social channels and make sure you uh, subscribe and, and uh, give a little nudge with your nose, with your little frosty nose, cause it's kind of cold here in the U S uh, on the bell uh, in YouTube. So you get reminders of when we go live. Hmm. All right. Well, that's it for the week. Um, we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.